Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Hey y'all, welcome to Pink Shade. It's Mary Payne here and I have Katie from A Date with Dateline to talk to us about before the 90 days. Um, Erin is having a little bit of a family emergency that she's dealing with. So Katie agreed to step in and talk about before the 90 days and uh, you guys have already covered it over on your podcast. So yeah. I don't, you and I have talked briefly about Before the 90 Days, or have we talked at all? We did. We covered, I believe, episode two. Two? Yeah. Yes. Like the very early on. Um, but I'm here. I'm wearing my Usman t-shirt. I'm ready. Ooh. Okay, good. USB. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Usman <laughs> Soldier Boy. Um, lots of people this week were wondering about his Soldier Boy necklace and wondering what the drippage of the... You know, it's like, it looks like it's like yeah. bleeding. Um, I think that's yeah. supposed to be like fire or water or... Water. Um, I've seen a lot of things do it. You know, there were... A very fancy brand did it for a second. I saw these little knockoff um, CCs. The uh-huh. double C, the Chanel uh, yeah. did yeah. the drip. And they were um, they were very cool for a second. Uh, now it's, it's everywhere. You can buy the stencil to spray paint with the drip now. It's, yes. I know, you love a st- I know you love a stencil. I do love a stencil. <laughs> Have you put the dripping CC on your shoes yet? No, I did it on I did it on a jacket and it didn't turn out right. So that jacket is in the garbage now. I oh. ruined it, basically. Oh. Yeah. It was mm. my it was one of my early days with a little airbrush machine. Yeah. It it wasn't so hot. <laughs> it didn't look <laughs> it to be the cool thing that I thought it would. It didn't turn out so hot. But uh but I can see that. So Usman had to get that custom made, we're guessing? Uh, well, it says Soja Boy. I don't think you could find it at the Claire's Boutique. I think he would have to definitely have to get that He would have made. to. Yeah. Interesting. Or maybe he got hmm. it from a from a super fan like Kimberly. Do you uh, think it's from Kimberly? No. I think he bought that himself. Okay. Thank you for that himself. Um, well, since we're talking about them, let's start with them. First of all, I want to tell you guys that I'm looking at Katie, and normally when I look at Katie, she's in a closet surrounded by beautiful items like Sex in the City style. I'm currently looking at her, and she looks like she's gone to summer camp, and she's under a bunk bed. Yep. Um, or maybe you could be like a, like in prison, and you're about to do like a prison hookup. I can't quite... It's not good. You, so you're not like sitting on your bottom like... Um, crisscross applesauce. Are you are you in a chair? I'm in a chair, but so it's a loft bed. Like mm-hmm. you know, you'd buy in a dorm room. It's a loft twin yes. bed, and I am against a wall, and then I've lined the other wall with a giant armor. Okay, is so anyone going to be in... sleeping above you or no? Absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> check the weight requirements on that because one time I was going to buy a loft bed for my daughter who was mm-hmm. at the time like 12 and it was like, you know, weight limit is a hundred pounds. I was like, oh, so it can't be like she and her friend can't get up in there. It's, it was like oh. sold in Pottery Barn. I was like, they need to like really make this more clear. 
That's wild. Pottery Barn did that? Why did yeah. they do that? It was some, I was like, weight limit 100 pounds. I was like, well, then two 12-year-olds cannot get up there. That is very strange. Oh, but also no one can get up there because I had to block the ladder. But it's good of, to know. Yeah, because of, of sound. And yeah, but I, I, it's good to know because I was going to put storage above it. Now I will check the weight limit. Thank you. Should um, not put giant bins of shoes up there. No. What about the um, cats? That would be like a fun thing for them. You could put the ladder and they could. They haven't figured it out yet, which is okay. shocking. Some of them aren't that smart. Yeah. Some of them, like there's 20. <laughs> there's, well, a few of them. The gentlemen are not smart. Um, well, I have my puppy, my new puppy, Ginger, the in cutest. my lap. I can't. Yes, He's she's so, a, she's adorable. Baby girl Violet has gone to her um, her sitter's house, and I've got baby girl Ginger in my lap, and things are going great. She's getting in her little crate at night. She gets in there, she sticks her one little paw out, and goes, "It's too much." And then I say, "Ginger, it's bedtime. We're going night night." And then she just settles down. So last night, my, my husband was allowed to go back to the room to go to bed, and he like looked over and he goes, "Oh, she's looking right at you." And I said, that's fine. As long as she's not crying, she can look at me. She goes right to sleep. Sometimes she aggressively bites her little Yeti that's in there. She's like, yells at the Yeti. And then like bites the Yeti. Come on. So cute. um, Has she melted your husband's heart? Is he in love with her? Of course. But he feels very, very attached to Violet, our dog. And is like, make sure that Violet gets all the love, which she does. She does. She thinks gotcha. she's three That's pounds and she's not. But she every morning they go out together. They have their morning, you know, pee and poop. Well, I mean, the dog does, not him. And sure. then he, um, and then she snuggles up in his lap while he has his coffee. And then Ginger comes up and tries to paw at her tail, which doesn't go over well with the pilot. No. This is daddy. This is daddy girl time. Yes. This is, yeah. You got to back up. She'll literally bite Ginger's entire head off. So. But they're they're learning. They're learning to get along. I think I think like anybody when you bring a new baby home, the first baby's like, when is this baby leaving? Yes. Has Kimberly told you her story about um her brother? No. What? Ask her. Okay. It's not my story to tell, but she'll freely tell it. She so tried to, she, tried she to, had she some, tried to take him back. She had some interesting reactions that were not positive, I guess we could say, <laughs> but they're very funny. Very funny. Only one time did my daughter ever sort of aggressively, like, I put my son in the little, you know, the little baby swing thing to put him to mm-hmm. sleep, and she just gave him a real hard push. <laughs> like, oh, like a, just a little too hard or a lot a too, too hard? hard like, yeah. okay, hope, gotcha. hoping he would fly out the other side. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Where maybe he will. Okay. Luckily, I had, I had, I had buckled him in. Um, <laughs> she was like, what? I was just swinging the baby. I was like, mm, were you? swinging the baby all right let's go in the order of my notes here um okay which is um okay so the order of my notes is to start with um caleb caleb and alina and speaking of babies in this new photo that they have of them he's holding her up in the air and yeah i don't like that no me neither i didn't like it i didn't like it it needed to be more of a joke i think I think they could have done something funny with it. It would yes. have been, um, but this seems, yeah, it rubbed me wrong too. Agreed. Yeah. 
I liked it better when they're sitting next to each other and they're the same level. Yes. I'm I'm glad to be back because I need to retract my statement on Caleb and Alina, which I believe was, I think they're going to work out totally based on the fact that they had known each other for 13 years. Uh That was what I was mainly basing my thoughts on. They were friends first. They've known each other. This is something that could happen. Um, I have since changed my tune. I do remember you saying that now because you were saying I have high hopes. I was like, really? Um, Okay. So we open with him climbing into bed and he says, uh, last night was so nice. And she says, "Um, what do you think? And he goes, well, it was a lot of fun. It's there's so much analyzation. Is that a word? Analyzing going on of every single moment. And she's very much like, I wanted the kiss to be like this, but it was like this. And it's like, yeah. it's like um, she's living in a rom-com or something. Right. Yeah. A little bit. And um, so he says, um, last night was great. And she says, what do you think? And he says, well, I think it was a lot of fun. And she goes, well, it wasn't, you know um, what I always imagined. There were some awkward moments and sometimes the positions weren't so great. And he tells the camera in a sense, it was like being a virgin. Because like some positions wouldn't work, but sure, it was fun. We're going to have to learn how to you know, do it with each other. And she says, it was enjoyable, but I don't want to like tell you too much because I want you to keep trying harder and make you work harder. He's like, mm-hmm, being intimate makes it closer. This is so, it. it ha- this has nothing to do with her being a little person. This is just cringy. The whole thing is cringy. I, I was yelling at the screen during this part. When he's saying things in his interview, like, well, and then we we sort of were trying this and it was a little awkward and this, and I don't know if I should throw her around and blah. He says those words and, uh, you know, he's trying to figure it out. And I'm screaming, ask her, ask <laughs> her, you douche. She's done this before, man. This is not her first rodeo. She's yeah. been with other men. So she's going to know what works for her body. And the best thing that he can do is kind of sensually ask her. And that that makes me know that Caleb's not right for her because mm-hmm. he doesn't, he wants to just come in and be like the sexy guy. He doesn't want to, asking for him seems probably you know, not in his wheelhouse. He just kind of does what he does and he's going to figure it out. No, ask her because she's going to know and she's going to then tell you what feels right for her. It's ridiculous. What's wrong with him? I don't know. I don't know. So he's like, so we uh, we could just lay the bed all day, but uh, we go sightseeing. And she's like, mm, I like to just cuddling. I was like, this is like a romance novel. This is too much for me. This is it too is a lot. much for me. So- they meet up with Elijah, the star of the show, to go to the Grand Bazaar. And they explain this is where you go. And they have all the sights and the smells and the shopping and everything. And she says, Elijah's going to leave in two days. So, um, you know, they want to have more time with him. Mm-hmm. So they walk around and they eat and they drink and people are trying to sell them coffee and all this stuff. And Elijah and Alina hang out alone and get their tea because Caleb wants to walk down to look at something. And he says, okay, girl, spill it. What happened? And she says, I took a ride on his disco stick. (laughs) I think that the the two of these, uh, Elijah and Alina have got so much like, like Western culture. Do you know what I mean? Like they've got Mm -hmm. all these like things they try to say that they think are going to be like American catchphrases, Mm -hmm. both of them. 
Mm -hmm. And she says, uh, yeah, you know, I'm getting really attached to him and I wish that he would tell me like what's going on, but he's so vague. And he goes, well, girl, like I'll call you out. Like you have not even told him about how you lived with your ex and you know, you need to do that. So you can't be like asking for a commitment when you've got, you're holding something back from him. Mm -hmm. So uh, another thing that we have to address, and I don't know if you guys have seen all this stuff that came out, like past posts, social media posts of Alina, where no. she used the N-word quite a bit. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Alina. Not just one post, but more than one. And um, no. Elijah made a post saying, because he's gotten just zillions of followers now, of course, because people thought he was so fun on those first couple episodes. Yeah, because it feels like they're auditioning for Pillow Talk, basically. Oh, the two of them. my God. You are so right. Yeah. You're so They're right. not dumb. I feel like that's their kind of... Why didn't I think of that? I, I feel disappointed in myself. But not if she's using the N-word. No, 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 no. And so she, like... At first, she kind of tried to say, like, maybe it was Photoshopped. And then she was like, oh, it was a long time ago. And I didn't know that was, like, a bad thing or whatever. But he has come out and said, like, everyone sees me on the show as a best friend. And my role as a best friend is to always keep it real and tell my friend when she's done something wrong. And I respect, um, you know, all people. And I don't tolerate any discrimination. And I have had to have a tough conversation with my friend to say what she did wasn't right. But you know, uh, I never saw her do any of these things. They were from a very long time ago and I've had a frank conversation with her and, you know, this is not our culture and she understands that she can't say that now. And so it was very interesting to see like her kind of trying to say like, what? I didn't say that. It was Photoshopped. And then like him saying, no, she did. And I've had to have a real serious conversation with her. Like you've seen me on the show and I'm her friend and she didn't know any better, but now she does. Or I don't know. It's, it's, it's been interesting to follow. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. It sounds like he did the right thing to me. I mean, it sounds like that was the move. Yeah. Hmm. I agree. I agree. So we'll see what, uh, what, you know, she comes out with. So, all right, let's move on. Let's move on to (laughs) Kimbali and Usman. Kimbali. Kimbali. So she's getting um, dressed and she goes in her closet to look at her array of t-shirts and says, what Soja Boy t-shirt should I wear today? So she gets her one that says uh, USB because this is like their shirts they're wearing for the day because the show that they're on staff. And um, she goes, you know, he still hasn't kissed me yet, um, but today is the video shoot and I'm so excited. You know, I just want to be his cheering section, his number one fan and his support system. I just want to be there for him. And um, then we get hit, we get uh, Usman and he goes, this is great today. I'm doing my uh, video for my number one hit single international superstar uh, Zara song, but it's awkward because it is about my ex named Zara and I do want Kim to be around me and all the young models and dancers today. I want to see if she's going to get jealous. It's like a test to see if she's going to act nuts or whatever. Okay. Okay. So they get to the location and he's outside and there's a barber that's working on his hair and the power Mm -hmm. goes out, but it's not clear. Like did the power go out in the shaver or just outside? Yeah. Was it just an outlet? Was it just a power surge in that outlet? I I couldn't understand, but Kimberly's like, this is unacceptable. He Look at his hair. It's not shaved on this one side. Why can't you plug it in in here? I was like, well, she is trying to problem solve. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So she's like, look at him. He's international superstar, Michael Jackson level. He can't go out there with his hair like this. This is unacceptable. So now they're looking through all the clothes and the suitcases and he's in there like saying, go through this suitcase. What about this outfit? And she's like, I don't understand. All this should have been done days ago. Like all of these looks should have already been chosen. Like Correct. this is completely crazy. Now as a stylist and you've worked <laughs> on things like this, uh-huh. <laughs> would you agree that just opening suitcases of clothes on a bed is not the way to pick the outfits for a timed photo shoot? Was there a steamer in the room? I was looking everywhere for a steamer. How are you? How are you getting the clothes without wrinkles? Um, sorry, the little baby shook her head and oh. whacked her whacked her head on the desk. Oh um, no! I don't know if this team of men thought about bringing a steamer. <laughs> she probably has one in her room just in case. Yeah, I've never seen anything like that. That was these outfits well and they can be in a suitcase but then it needs to be in a garment suitcase do you know what i'm talking about where yeah, it hangs so you up can un- unfold it and hang it up yeah and then you have look one two three and four already put together already photographed already seen how they look on mm-hmm. camera already have th- that outfit picked with whatever the model is wearing does that make sense yes, like because you're yeah. coordinating a couple of different looks here so i um there just wasn't a stylist right they said yeah. there was didn't they he said you out. should you need to ask the stylist. I was like, where? Who is the stylist? Is, stylist. It, is it Kimberly? Because I wouldn't trust her style. Her style no. consists of leggings and Soja Boy t-shirts. Um yeah, it really does. So she says, This should have been done days ago. I'm embarrassed for him. This is so unorganized. His team is the worst, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So um Usman tells us that his team does have uh, a lack of competency. So he's glad that Kimberly is there intending to it. And uh he says uh, he has told Kimberly that Zara is the name of the song, but that just is for the all the girls around the world named Zara. Is this a common name or is it just a clothing store that I like? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> is it a clothing store that I Googled now that I'm yeah, in Nashville? Being yeah. like, where is it? Is there one? Please let there be one. You love Zara, right? I love Zara, the store. Yeah. I, you know, I get very excited because I seem to always – be walking by Azara when that big sale is happening. It happens a couple times a year and you walk in and it's messy, but there's, you can just get piles of clothes. Also, um, the men's blazers, they're really fun. If you're looking for something fun, they have like all these patterns and crazy stuff. It's I, fun. I, uh, I, that, okay. I don't know about men's blazers at Zara. I, okay. Oh, um, no, they do. They come up, they have like, uh, like sort of a, not a formal wear, but like a more like dress up sort of area section of Zara for men. And they do really fun prints. And I like a company that does that. They give you the standard, but then they also give you, hey, you want a fun brocade option for no reason? Here you go. I just would never walk into the men's or children's section of Zara. I, I, I'd stick uh, my focus on the women's. I keep it moving. It. I go in got and it. out. And I and I have a, a pattern that I do, the way I weave through the, the store to make sure I don't miss anything because it's really big, the one there. Oh, is. I love that. Oh, fun. All right, let's let's go. Okay, so the name. So Zara, no, I don't think it's a common name to answer your question. Yeah. So, and the girl he was dating in the states, his name was Zara, so who was gorgeous. So, um, he's doing this sitting outside, and they're you know looking at the light, and there's this model girl, I guess, who's supposed to be Zara, sort of sitting there, and he's singing to her, and the director saying like, "Sing now, don't sing now. Look at her now. Give me more attitude, more attitude." And Kimberly's like. Usman, Usman, get your energy up. Get your energy up. Do it for me. Do it for me. She keeps saying things like, can you do it for me? Can you do it for me? I was like, he doesn't even know you. Why is he would like to do it for Zara? She's not there though. I mean, okay. 
So she says, um, so she's like, you got to keep your energy up and they're talking and she goes, you know, your team is not doing a great job here. You need to really like do it for me. You need to do it for me. So we get some more um, shots of them making the video. It's like on the beach, you know, outside, whatever. And they talk and it's five hours later now. And they're like, it's a wrap for the day. It's a wrap for the day. Now I said early on when we're talking about this two week photo shoot, two week video shoot, sorry. Mm-hmm. Does a music video take two weeks to shoot or is it usually like a one or two day situation? Are they traveling to a new location? Are they going to a different area? I don't know. I feel like they're going to be at this hotel the whole time. Then that's wild. Then that's two days. I have two no days. idea then. Because if you were traveling, let's say, to like another island, an island away or something. Do you know what I'm saying? That then would be, you have to count for travel time. and Yeah. But that would also be then that the crew or somebody on the crew can't do has a gig in the middle or something for something, you know, lower budget. It, it, but other it's There's, very odd that they think this takes two weeks. Did they mean from shooting to completion? Like that then it's edited and, and then it's edited and released. Yeah. Mastered, ready to go. Maybe that's know. what they mean. Or like they have, if they go to Tanzania because of COVID, they have to stay two weeks. I don't know. Oh, there we go. Could yeah. be that. Good Could point. Be that. All right, so it's a wrap for the day. And she says, you know, Usman just reminds me so much of Michael Jackson. He's just a perfectionist to his art. He's a perfectionist. So on the way home, he's lying in her lap, which is the most action she's gotten in a long time. And um, she says to Badmus and Slam T in the back, she's like, you know, I just want to apologize for taking over stuff today, but you guys just really were not doing your job. And, you know, so I had to kind of come in and do it. And they said, you have no right to to blame anyone for anything. Like, we don't know even like why you're here. And Usman goes, he sits up and he goes, you know what? She's right. We came here to work. It's not a vacation and you guys are not doing your job. She's here for a reason. And if you guys don't like it, I don't care. And she Ooh. is about to like pee pee in her pants. She's yeah, so she excited. Is. She's so excited. She's like, oh my God, he loves me. He's taking up for me. He's just, oh, it's it. We're going to get married. And um, he tells the camera, you know, I am glad that I invited her here. And yeah, we'll see what's going to happen. Well, no, he just is glad she's there as like a mommy figure. He's not like. She's his, I told Kimberly this, she's his momager. <clears throat> totally his momager. Totally. Yeah. Okay. So let's go on to another couple. I'll be interested to see what you think since we've last spoken about Memphis and Hamza. Hmm. Initial thoughts? Memphis and Hamza. They're going to make it, those crazy kids. <laughs> do, right. do you believe me? No. No one know. believes me. This is bad. There's a lot of topic in this that... Um... Okay, well, well, we'll get to it. I just okay. have a question for you. Okay. So they get to a restaurant because they're going to have alone time. And the first thing is, I have to poop. I have to poop. I have to poop. 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 I need to poop. <laughs> And That's so, my question. Yeah. And um, he says, oh, okay, okay, bathroom. Okay, bathroom. So she finds the bathroom. He sits right outside the door. You done? Nope, still pooping. I was like, what? I don't even do this with my husband and we've been married 21 years. Right. Yep. It's too much. It's too much poop talk. It's too much. Why does she say the word so many times? I don't understand. Like um, Kimberly uses the word a lot. So I was making fun of her. Like, do you see how it sounds? Do you hear how it sounds? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely like, that is a, why didn't she just say, I need to use the, 
bathroom. Why didn't she just make a gesture? We know. Why is she talking to saying poop 40 times in his face? Why is that that happening? Did you ever watch the season with Marcel and Anna? Oh, yes. yes. So it's like me, talk, poop, bathroom, baby, go, walk, building. And you're like, (laughs) what? And Aaron was saying last week, it sounds like Tickle Me Elmo. Like speaking like me, Elmo, tickle, go. Mm -hmm. You know, this is like me, poop, bathroom. So she poops. And then they, again, try to have a conversation, which is just painful. And he says, um, yeah, baby, like, I want to talk to you about your past. And, uh, you know, and she goes, no, I haven't really told him everything about my past because they don't speak the same language. And for some reason, every couple on the show can get a translator app, but these two. And he says, uh, now tell me about, I'm sorry, I can hear a siren outside my house. I'm like, so can I? Yeah, I mean, that must be really loud. So. He says, um, tell me about your mother. And she says, um, she wasn't a good mother to me. She was on drugs. And he makes the, he wipes his finger under his nose to say drugs. Yeah. Does he mean cocaine? I guess. Yes. Finger. Okay. Yeah. And she goes, yes, she was on drugs. She's okay now, but drugs, lots of drugs. And he says, okay. And she says, okay. And father. And she goes also drugs, bad Yes, bad drugs. Yes, locked up. Long time, not long time. Yes, long time, locked up, drugs. And um, he says, oh, okay, i sorry, i sorry. And he hugs her, which is nice, because so he got it. Both of her parents were on drugs. And he hugs her, which is very nice. Good. So now we, the next scene is they're at their apartment. And it sort of like abruptly cuts into the scene, which is like maybe the cameraman hadn't even barely set up yet. Because it's like we obviously missed the first part of, this, part of this conversation. Yeah, but they want us to see it. So they're saying Hamza is 26. And the sister is saying, yeah, 26. And she goes, no, no, no. He told me he just turned 28. And she goes, no, no, Hamza is 26. And she's saying, nobody wants to be lied to. Like, what's the deal here? And then she explains that. She was talking to his sister who said, Hamza is three years older than me and I'm 23. So Mm. he just turned 26. And she says, Mm. no, he just turned 28. He just had his birthday, October 17th. And she's like, right, he turned 28. And they were like, no, he turned 26. So they're going back and forth. And she's like, if he's not telling me the truth about this, like what else is he not telling me the truth about? This is crazy. Mm -hmm. So he tells us when he first met her, he said he was 27, but he was actually 25. Now, mom tells the producer that she thinks Memphis is completely overreacting and she was shocked by how upset she was. And she goes, I mean, he probably just wanted to feel older. It's not that serious. But it is to Memphis. I think it's pretty serious to lie about your age. Like, why? It's a weird lie, um, especially when it's such a small, it's such a small age difference. It's weird, which is concerning that it's weird because why are you lying about something so small? That would make you would lie about everything then. But for Memphis, that is the that is the thing she doesn't want the most, right? Right. The lies. So this is going to be, yeah, it's going to be a big deal, Mom. But yeah, Mom. I don't know. It was interesting because last week she was all like, you know, wanting to know all the information and everything. And this week she's like, I don't know. So, all right. So she she should be concerned that her son is lying. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, A little bit. Yeah. I think so. And um, so Memphis cries and says her whole life, 
She's had rough relationships. Everything's been rough for her. As a kid, as an adult, all her relationships have been rough. And she's tired of being hurt and betrayed. And she feels she's tired of being taken advantage of. And the producer says, do you want to go out and talk to him? And she's like, no, I don't want to go out there. Can you bring him in here? And I just want to say, like, what did you think was going to happen? That you're dating a guy that's, you know, not a ton, but a good bit younger than you in another country where you don't speak the language. All he wants to do is say big booby sexy time. You know what? (laughs) And you think you're going to marry this guy and bring him home to be a dad to your two children? Right. And he's 26 years old, even though you thought he was 28? doesn't make sense it doesn't there's definitely a disconnect but what is he thinks happening does he understand that he's about to be a daddy like i i think he hasn't thought that far he thinks i'm gonna get to have sex with her i'm gonna go to america and live a wonderful life and send money back to my mom yep you know so um the producer says all right so she goes and gets him and they bring him in the room and she says why did you lie to me about how old you are? And he goes, no, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. And he tells the camera, you know, when I first was talking to her, I wanted to sound older just so she would talk to me so I could show her that I was mature. And then she goes, Mm -hmm. do you even do heating and cooling? Do you have a career? Go get your sister. And he goes, uh, cool sister, go get your sister cooling. And he go get your sister now. Wow. Uh Oh, Uh And she says, um, you know what? If he doesn't have a career path and he's lied about that, he's not coming to America. I cannot have him come home with me with no career. And then I've got three children. That's already how it's going to be. You see this every single time on this show. The person comes home when they come to America, they can't get a job. Even if they have a career in heating and cooling, they sit around for six months. They're not allowed to work. Yeah, they can't work. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, um, the sister comes in and the sister never stops smiling. I can't mm-hmm. tell if she's smiling because she it's awkward or because she thinks Memphis is whack or she's embarrassed because of the cameras or she's embarrassed because of her brother. All, 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 all those things. Yeah. All of it. She's one of those people who just like to smile talking. Like she can't like, yeah. And my first thought was cameras. Yes. Yeah, like, <laughs> so yeah, like I, that I, little I really room with cameras like and yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would stress me out too. So she says, did he, um, go to college. And she says, yes, I think this is, yes, I think he, I think he know lie about this. I think he know lie about this. And she says, did he get a diploma? Did he get a diploma? Did he get a certificate to show that he did it? And so the sister says, yes. And so she tells him, get out your papers to show your certificate. So he shows her the diploma, which looks legit, but it's written in Arabic. And the sister says, this is written in Arabic, but you can see here, it shows he studied 2014 to 2016, two-year college. And this is the certificate to say he graduated from college. Mm -hmm. And so she's like, okay, okay. So she kind of simmers down a little bit. And Hamza tells us like, I'm worried because I lie. Like our relationship could be hurt. And Memphis tells his sister, you explain to him. He cannot lie to me anymore. Like this is not okay. And he just smiles and goes, yes, I know. I know. And the sister just smiles and can't quit smiling. Like why has my, because they've never seen this show in Tunisia. This is not like. Right. CNN, this is not like a show that they air on Tunisian television. So the sister's like, what is going on here? Yeah. Where am I? Where am I? Oh my God. Why is Um, this American woman yelling at me at my brother? Get your sister now. Oh man. Uh, All right. On that note, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about our new couple. 
All right, we're gonna talk about the new couple, which is just one person in the couple, and then his name is Ben. Ben is 52. He's from Fraser, Michigan. I don't know what the fuck is happening in Michigan, but all these people on the show are coming from Michigan. They did a cast call in Michigan, and they decided to base an entire show in Michigan. That's where Stephanie's from, right? Stephanie with the with the beauty Bar- spa. Do you know oh. what I'm talking about? Is she from Michigan as well? Yes, and so is Gino. Oh, okay. and so is um, somebody else. He's this is the third person from Michigan. Yes. Okay. So Ben, fifty-two, Fraser, Michigan, and Mahogany, age twenty-four, from Peru. Just a just a, a bitmoji meme on your phone. Not a yep. real person for sure. So. He tells us um, he recently got into fitness modeling and they sh- he shows us getting his caliper and uh, <laughs> 22% body fat. Hey, how much do you think I weigh? What do you think? A 215, 205. I wish. <laughs> Actually, 202. Hey, it's a good day. <laughs> Who cares? This guy, and this is a word that I really hate that you used earlier, which is douche. Oh, sorry. But he is a douche canoe. Yeah. He is horrible. Yeah, he's, he's horrible. horrible. He's a level. He's a level ten bad wizard. He's really bad. <laughs> he's not. He's not okay. So also apologies for using douche if you hate that word. I really hate it, but then I used it myself. So I shall refrain. He says, growing up, he was taught that your bodies are sinful and evil, and then he tells us he grew up in a fringe denomination of the Baptist, like a cult. He faced his life with fear, but he wanted to go to heaven, so he became a pastor, and he married his children's ministry partner. They had four kids and stayed together so that they wouldn't go to the lake of fire. Okay. Okay, so now we've summed up the first 20-something years of his life. So what? what is it? Um, Do you know? The lake of fire. Oh, what is the religion? Do you know what it is? No, I'd yeah. love to know. It's got to be something... It's some Plath, sort of, right? It's got to be fundamentalist. It's got to be F, you know, that fundamentalist something. Well, he said he it was it. an offshoot of Baptist. That's but, what that is. But Pat Plath has said they're offshoot uh, of a fundamental Baptist. Yeah. So it's not like Pentecostal or, yeah. Did he say it was cult-like? He did. He said the word cult. He said cult, right? He said it more than once. I, yes. I'm curious to see when that comes out. What, mm. Somebody's what already is. found it. It's on Reddit. I just... I, I, oh yeah, it's definitely I, on Reddit. You're um, right. <laughs> since Aaron had the family emergency and at the last minute I had to take the notes, um, that would that's the time I would have used to been on Reddit. So maybe tonight I'll have a chance. Maybe tonight's the Reddit, the Reddit hunt for what is the cult? Yeah. What is this cult? All right. So he says that um they didn't want to go to the lake of fire, so they stayed together too long. But seven years ago, they decided to leave the church cult. He said cult in order to save their marriage. They sought out counseling, but it was too late. It had been 20 something years of neglect of the marriage. It was too late. And they were out of the cult. So then he was like, hey, this is my time to shine. So now we see him fixing a motorcycle in a tank top. And he says, <laughs> people say it's a midlife crisis, but it's not, I swear. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, is it? He's in a white tank top working on his motorcycle. It's a midlife crisis, Ben. It's a midlife crisis. Yeah. He, he just, there's a, only a few more things that he needs. I mean, he needs 
Kimberly's dad is my favorite example because he bleached his tips of his hair Stop and, got it. An ear- and got an earring. Yeah, there's picture proof. Is he still having the midlife crisis or he's over it now? No, it he's was done. It. it was okay. very specific, but it was very well talked about in their family while it was happening because it was so... Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. obvious there was a convertible bleach tips and an earring and i, the, I the love that story the, the convertible is the first thing i keep telling my husband i was like hey, it was red just... it was red he t- he oh the convertible was red not the convertible tips. was red bleach tips uh-huh earring red, red convertible well my husband's in desperate need for of a new car he has had his current car which is just like a regular four-door like mm-hmm. acura sedan since mm-hmm. i was pregnant with my son who's now 16 Oh, he's had it forever. That's a good car, then. By the way, that's it. He won't let it go. Yep, it's understood. just like he'll go. They'll say it's two thousand dollars. He'll say fine. So I said, how many times a year, and for how many years will we put two thousand dollars, and we could have a Lamborghini? Like, just have I, a I, car, I, like yeah. right? Yeah. So is he thinking convertible? He he loves a convertible. I hate oh, a convertible just because I don't like to have to refix my hair and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, just do it. Just do it. We won't make fun of you. I mean, we will make fun of you. Yes, you will. Yeah. We will. But um, just do it. Just go ahead and do it. He loves his sunroof. So he likes to get in my car. My car says, he loves the sunroof. Oh, there you go. Um, I was like, or you get one of those cars. Sometimes the cars now have those like like a big sunroof, like the back is a sunroof too. Yes. You could do that if you don't want to go full convertible. Yes. So he's looking into it. He's looking into it. I'll keep Fun you times. All right. Keep me posted. I, I need to know about that. All right. So he says... Um, even though um, he had to do a lot of soul searching and he left the cult, he's never lost his faith. He said he was very inexperienced on dating and dating apps. Of course he was. He wasn't even allowed to ever watch TV, you know? So right. He didn't. Right. What's this thing? It's a phone. You, yeah. Oh, you could have a phone in your hand. It's not attached to the wall at the church. Like he, he you know, he was very stunted, I think. So, and yeah. this is what happens, y'all. This is, this is what happens when you're stunted. And he says, um, he took a, he was inexperienced. He got burned on the dating app. So we took a year off and then he, um, started posting his modeling pictures on social media and, uh, he got friended a lot and he saw one of his friends on social media was this gorgeous girl. They have been DMing every day for 115 days, Katie, 115 days. They're soulmates. It's true love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you DM She's the for one. 115 days, that makes you soulmates. In this case, I may be soulmates with you because we probably text every day. There you go. <laughs> or it. it could be just, it could be um, just, and just a simple DM like, hi, baby. Never the name. Just hi, baby. Love mm-hmm. you. Copy Thinking paste. about you. Copy paste. Copy paste. Yeah. So um, he says, um, I've been DMing Mahogany for 115 days and she's my soulmate. Mahogany. She has a love of the Lord. She has known Jesus for years. She's not at all put off by my faith. And you know what? She told me this the other night. She said, Ben, you deserve to be loved. And that was really magical to hear because I never heard that I deserve to be loved. That's all it takes, Ben. 
That's all. Oh, he's such an easy mark. It it it's painful. What an easy mark. I feel like he shouldn't have access to this stuff. I'm it's, worried about him. He's he he's going to end up with no dollars. Someone has already called him and told him that um, the FBI has a warrant for him and he just needs to give his credit card. I mean, he's yeah. falling for yeah. all the Jin Shaw tricks from um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. It's really uh, yeah, bad. It's really bad. So he goes to lunch with his friends and I didn't even write down these friends' names, but the girl is one of us. She would be our friend. She is like, I don't know why I'm on this TV show, but are you fucking kidding me with this guy? Why is she friends with him? I, I was really confused by the friends. How are they friends with, with him? So it's a the the one guy, Jason, who was the single guy, he mm-hmm. was used to be in his youth group. So he maybe he's out of the church as well. And then the couple, he's friends with the couple. I mean, they were probably couple friends with the wife, I guess. He's friends with the dude and their couple friends. But the girl, she was not here for it. And I loved her. I loved her. Oh yeah, her. she was great. She was, she was like, oh my talking. God. Yeah. So he goes to lunch and he's like, well, I just wanted to, uh, I'm counting my calories, calories. And she goes, are you cutting? Or are you bulking? And I was like, is this bodybuilder language? Is he, he said, I'm cutting, I'm cutting right now. Uh, I'm getting ready for something. And do you want to know what it is? And the, and this is where I know that they did not know what they were there for because the one single guy goes, oh, you're doing like a modeling thing. Like he thinks he's there. They're there to talk about his modeling. He and, thinks he's there like he's being filmed for his fitness lifestyle. Yes. yes. Oh my God. And the girl goes, oh yeah, that's what you're, you're doing. And he goes, nope, I've got a girlfriend. I've been talking to her, um, on an app. She lives in Peru. Um, I've been talking to her online for three months and, um, she's 24 and the girl just cuts her eyes at him and goes, um, what? And, (laughs) and she tells us the camera, she goes, he's so desperate for love. He'll just believe anything. And they said, okay, let's see a picture of her. Okay. Uh, huh. And they said, so you've only seen pictures. You've never talked to her. And he goes, there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that. At first I thought he was going to say the old, uh, the phone's broken, but he says, she's very shy. So she doesn't want a video chat. And he goes, but look, look, I've got, I have a video of her. Do you want to see it? And they go, "Uh uh-huh, let's see it. And it's, she goes, Buenas noches. It's me. It's mahogany. It's me. I'm real. It's mahogany. And he says, it's Siri. This is Siri. I mean, mahogany. It's so, <laughs> it's bad. It's like, a, it's like an avatar. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like a bitmoji real. where you can make your bitmoji talk, but it's like a shark face. It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, he says, yeah, um, they said, this girl just wants money for you. And he goes, no, 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 no. It's not like that. No, and yes, they, it is. And I said, has she asked you for money? And he goes, well, no, she asked me for a loan. That's different. That's different. It's a loan. And they go, oh, my, all three of them. Oh, Ben. And how much? And he goes, look, here's the thing. If I have to pay $1,000 to go and see her in person to prove she's not a catfish, I'll do it. And they go, is that the, is that the amount you gave her? $1,000? Oh, well, yeah. And the, and the girl goes, Ben, you're being scammed. And so he tells us in his talking head, he goes, I haven't told my friends this, but I have been catfished before, but I know she's not a catfish. She's talked to me every single day for 115 days. What do you think a bot is, Ben? I can't. He's Mm. so stupid. And he goes, the girl goes, you don't even know if she's a real person and you're already in love with her after three months. And he goes, I, you know, here's the thing. I never even knew my wife on a deep level. And I know mahogany on a deep level. And God has put us together. The girl literally was like, 
this chopped chicken salad that production paid for is not worth it. Yeah, I've, seriously. I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. So um, the next scene is he's in the kitchen chopping up a cucumber. And I was very mad that he didn't take the wrapping off the cucumber when he chopped it. It really irritated me. Yeah, why didn't he? Why? I don't know. I don't know. So also, I'm sorry. Is mahogany one name? Like Cher? Like mahogany Diana Ross? Mahogany? Have you seen the movie Mahogany? I have not, but I know what you're saying. It's an it's a movie, yes. It's also a color and a type of wood, yes. Yeah. Is it just that's it? There's no mahogany yes. blank? Mahogany no, it's, Smith? It's Madonna. She's okay, just making sure. Cool. So he's now in his kitchen chopping and he's trying to learn how to speak Spanish and he's like you know, Mahogany doesn't speak much English, so I'm just trying to learn as much Spanish as I can. Well, we don't see that a lot on the show, so that's good. That's good. Um, you know, Kenny still doesn't speak a lick of Spanish, and he lives in Mexico. So, <laughs> Kenny. Come on, Kenny. <laughs> so his kids and his ex-wife are coming over, Lisa. So he says the divorce was hard on the kids, and they're his whole world to him. And his relationship with his ex is cold, and she has a lot of resentment towards him. So yeah. they walk in. And three of the kids, it's Acadia, who's 19, Joy, who's 14, and Elijah, who's 20. Mm -hmm. I went back and looked at the pictures they flashed up. There is a fourth child, an older girl whose face was blurred out. So she's probably 21 and is like, fuck this noise. I am not going on TV. You crazy pants. I'm not here for this. No. Yeah. So the three kids that consented to be on it um, sit down for a barbecue with Lisa, the ex-wife. And Lisa, the ex-wife, looks so much better in person than she does in her photos. Oh, my goodness. She What's was, wrong with Lisa, Ben? She was ben, She also seems nice. Hippie or, realness. I loved her. She had that long, sort of naturally graying hair. She looked very, like, hippy-dippy cool mom. I loved so her. So he just wants someone young. When I saw her and was like, okay, she's normal and she's sort of upset at you for real reasons. Mm-hmm. You just want to be with a 20-year-old. He wants to relive his youth. He's having a midlife crisis. 100%. Next is the earring. So um, they sit down and he tells them, well, I have something to tell you guys. For the last three months, I've been talking to a woman and I've fallen in love. Her name is Mahogany and she's in Peru and uh, she's 24. Now I will be putting on our Instagram all the action shots of the families looking at each other like, are you kidding me? Same as the friend. And he says, um, you know, I don't really want to be known as that guy, you know, that's got the younger woman. And she goes, well, you've already done this before. The ex, Lisa, you did this before. It's so embarrassing. She's like, I'm so embarrassed for you. And he tells us, well, what Lisa means is I did have an ex-girlfriend who was 18 years younger than me and we were engaged, but she didn't like how much time I spent with my children. So we broke it off. And they show pictures of her and she, she's 28. He was engaged to her, but she didn't like the time he spent with his children. Is that the, what, 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 what woman is going to get into a relationship with a guy that's got four kids and then be like, once we're engaged, I don't like how much time you spend with your kids. I feel like that's not real. I don't feel like that's the real story. I think that he is pulling that she said one thing one time and he's using that, but what, what actually happened her story i think her story would be very very different than this i think she's like i'm 28 i didn't want to marry this old guy with kids that are almost my age so yeah. um, do i have to teach that like hey yeah you can wear shorts or whatever because like, he's reliving <laughs> like he's learning how to you know what i'm saying this is a roku it's yeah you know <laughs> 
All right. So Ben says, you know, I talked to Mahogany and she loves all of you. She loves all my children and she prays for you every day. She prays for my children every day. Oh, just be quiet, Ben. It's awful. The daughter, Joy, says, okay, so if she loves family and she loves us so much, is she planning to move here? Because we don't want you to go to Peru. Yeah. And Elijah, the son, goes, yeah, I find this to be really strange to go that far with someone to go see her and you don't even know her. Right. And um, Joy says, the truth is, I just worry he's going to get disconnected uh, from us like he did before, like he does when he gets in relationships with someone. He just disconnects from his kids. And um, Ben says, you guys want to see a picture of her? You want to see a picture? And they all go, sure. And he shows the picture and Joy goes, that is so fake. I just immediately, without missing a beat, that was unbelievable. She goes, this is not a genuine photo of a person. This is not real. And Ben goes, look, she is real, I can guarantee you. And here's what I want. I want to model a good relationship for you, for my children. I want to show you what a real relationship is. God has led me to this woman. Oh, my gosh. Lisa goes, so when was it you decided you wanted to follow God? Because uh, where God was leading you with those past relationships, I can guarantee you God was not leading you in that relationship. And he goes, um, okay, so I'm not proud of some of my past decisions, um, but I'm going to put the kids first. I know this is the path God wants me to take. I was like, really? Because your oldest kid seems to not believe in your path and refuse to film with you. One down, three to go. Yeah. Wow. I didn't need Ben, by the way. I would have been fine without Ben. I didn't know Ben was coming. I was surprised and upset by Ben. I thought I we were done. I think it's because Ella and Johnny are never going to get together, and neither are Ben and Mahogany, so we have to have filler. They're the filler Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that but makes the, sense. The four of them make one couple as the amount of footage, you know? Okay. Yeah. I would prefer more Ella and Johnny then and not have Ben. I would just prefer Johnny and Stoney. Fishing in a pond. I enjoyed that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So next we go to Mike and Jimena. All right. What's your, what are your feelings on um, Mike and Jimena? Now, these might be the two that make it. No? I don't know if it's for the right reason. Um, well, I, I want the very, very best for Mike. Let me, me be too. very clear. I need, and I do think regardless, if this doesn't work out with Jimena, He's mm-hmm. going to find love after this because people yes. are going to write to him because yes. his intentions are so good. Yes. Um, Jimena's got some stuff. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if they are safe. We'll, we'll get to it. But okay. do, do you know what I'm saying? I am uh, yeah. concerned. So I yeah. don't know. All right, so they walk around. They're going to go to walk around this beautiful coffee-growing area in Colombia. And this is like what I like to yeah. see on the show. I like to see Me too. like this. So he asked her, um, I want to talk to you about what we talked about yesterday. Like, why did you tell me that you could have kids? And you said that, you know, you've had your tubes burned, not tied. And she says, you know, I didn't want to have any more children with bad men. Now, to make that decision at age 24... Because her first child she had when she was 15. And she says, you know, I I just didn't want to make any bad decisions. I've been with these men that have been bad and they've been aggressive. And I've always been disappointed in men until I met you. And she says, you know, to the camera, like, if we do end up making it and going far, it would be nice to have a baby with him. And he says to her, could we have it reversed? Is this like, 
is that true? You could have it reverse. And she says, no. Now let's do a fact check here. I, uh, Dr. Google tells me that Mm -hmm. when you don't tie your tubes and you have the ends of them burned instead, Mm -hmm. this is Mm -hmm. a type of tubal uh, ligation Mm -hmm. that is referred to as cut, tied, and burned. And it's very good for a reversal. Oh, Um, no way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I would assume no, the opposite, but that's great. Yeah. And the tubes are burned. It doesn't matter because the part is lost anyway if you tie the tubes. So if you tie the tubes or burn the tubes, the outcome is the same, that the sperm can't go up the tubes. But but you can reverse it, and it has a little bit more than 50% chance of then getting pregnant naturally. Or you can leave it the way it is and then do IVF very easily because all her other things work. So she wouldn't have any other complications that somebody doing IVF may be dealing with several other factors that have led them to IVF. We saw Lacey and Shishang on Love After Lockup. She had um, t- her tube side and mm-hmm. she got pre- pregnant on one try. Wow. IVF. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't the best idea for them, but that's another story. <laughs> so um, <laughs> she says, um, you know, please don't leave me. You know, we love you. The kids love you. Please don't leave me. And he says, I just think I could be with you and I could raise Harold and Juan as my own. And we can worry about this like down the road. And then he tells the camera, like, it is hard to process that I might not have my own kids, but you know, we can also raise Harold and Juan. And he says, my gut is really telling me that um, we're meant to be together, but she's going to have to win back my trust because, you know, we have talked on the phone about having children and she's never said anything about this. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, I really, I mean, it is the 90 day shuffle, but I do see her point though. She was like too afraid. Like this guy really wants to have his own kid. So maybe if I can just get him to love me, then I'll tell him the truth. I wish she could have spoken to a doctor. I wish she could have called where she got the operation done and asked about reversals before she talked to him, because I think it would have helped like with the information that you just had, if she had had one piece of that, but maybe they didn't. I mean, I don't know. Like once I get to the States, I can go to the doctor and we could find out, you know? Yes, exactly. Um, so This is not, this is not a insurmountable, uh, you know, obstacle. Doesn't seem to be. Yeah. So now they're going to head out on this little trip. They're going to go to a town called Salento. It's very cute and colorful. It's a little tourist town and they have this beautiful room. It's like, it's like a tree house. Mm -hmm. So pretty. They're like up in the mountains and um, he picks her up. It's like, oh, I'm so glad to like be alone. Like we don't have the family downstairs or whatever. And I guess while he was trying to make out, he tooted or they put that sound in, but he definitely had some gas. (laughs) And don't show that. It happens. It happens. And um, I saw on a Instagram post that he posted a picture or or like a little video or something of it. And all these people were writing under it, like, dude, like you farted. And, and he would write back and say that like, he was writing back and say, okay, it was the one time like the production made it, the way they cut it made it seem like I have like constant gas, but like it was one time and the production caught it and it was funny and it's ha ha, whatever. I, I think they're still together from what I've seen from like his comments on Instagram and stuff. That makes me happy. That's great. And, um, so she's laughing and she's like, I don't like that. And he's just like, Te amo, Te amo, Te amo. I love you. I love you. She's like, Te amo. Yeah, that's all they say to each other, Te amo. So um, 
Now they go to this hot tub area at this little resort and they get in the hot tub with the translator app. And he says, you know, this trip is for us to really to get to know each other and mm-hmm. talk. And you could, we could talk about anything we want and we can ask anything we want. And she goes, okay. And he goes, okay, so here I go. <laughs> because there's nothing for you to ask me because I've never had a girlfriend. So right. what exactly happened with Harold and Juan's fathers? And she says, I never had a relationship with either one of them. Um, I got pregnant and that was it. And um, I'm trying to change my life. I'm trying to distance myself from these aggressive people. And he says, well, tell me about other men in your life that have been aggressive. And she says, well, I dated Sicario. I was like, oh, I know that word. There's a show, Sicario. Mm -hmm. And um, Sicario means a hitman. And he had ordered to have her killed and locked up. And she tells this entire story. When she realized he was so aggressive, she said she was going to leave him. And this was right after she had um, the first kid, Juan, I guess. Mm -hmm. So she was like 16 years old because she had Juan when she was 15. And she says um, he ordered to have her killed. He locked her up. He said, you have three days to live. Um, And then when she reported it or like let the voice message be heard by the police, uh, he never bothered her again. She hasn't talked to him in years, she says. So she says, all my relationships have been really, really crazy. And, um, but the hitman, like he's gone. And Mike's like, okay, well, I I feel like we're in danger or the kids are in danger. And she says, no, everything's fine. And I just said, this is all very worrisome. It's worrisome to me. (laughs) I think we need eyes on him because is he in prison? And then when he comes out of prison, he's coming for you, Jimena? Like how? what we need to know where he is. It's interesting that she's downplaying the father of Harold when she has said that she purposefully went to the prison yes. where this guy was in prison and got pregnant while he was in prison on purpose to have his baby. So this wasn't like the 15 year old one night stand. Okay. But this, she went and sought out this guy in prison and got pregnant while he was in prison. So that was a choice she made there. I think Jimena was into harder stuff than she's letting on. She's sort of making it. I mean, I understand that she was with some really bad dudes, yeah. like drug dealers and et cetera. Yeah. I'm wondering if she was also part of that life. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to find out a lot more. I think and so, too. I-, I just hope that he... Why? I don't know. But I just hope that he like accepts her and they do come to the States and they get a little house next door to Pop Pop and Granddad or whatever. Yeah. And I'll, everything's fine. But this I is just what I always that, hope and it never is. I do hope that she is truly ready, ready to settle, though, because the dis, the difference, the disparate like nature of her ex-boyfriends and Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm worried that when she gets to the States, she'll become bored. Mm-hmm. and then oh, go after someone yeah, yeah. and so i am worried that he's going to get his heart broken f- six years down the road and then he's going to be left with these two kids that aren't his and a baby and, right yeah. and she's gonna be off you yeah. know doing her bad girl thing I'm a, I'm a little nervous i need to get to know her more yeah she's only 24 i mean she's so young what a life man wow what a life she seems much older than that yeah, i does. have to say i would say 34 mm-hmm. i would not say 24 wow i i agree All right, so now let's move on to um, the craziest of all the crazies in crazy land is Gino and Jasmine, my Panamanian girlfriend from Panama. Panama. All right. They go to the hotel gym. He uh, just wants to hang out with her to be supportive of her workout. And um, he says, you know, 
the Christmas had a damper on it because, you know, I gave her a electric toothbrush that I got from CBS as a gift and I'm tagging along with her to the gym in hopes to cheer her up. I was like, I think what would cheer her up is if you actually exercised as well, but or go she, buy her a diamond <laughs> or go buy her those, that slacks and polo at the boutique and put it on just a polo shirt. Like we said, just like golf man light. He just needs to look like a guy that plays golf. That's all she wants. She just wants him to put on like loafers and khaki shorts and a polo shirt. One outfit. Just have one going out outfit. Just Why one. didn't he just buy one at the place? That drove me crazy. Why he didn't was, he just buy one? You don't have to take all of them. Buy one. putting his foot down. It's just the wrong hill to die on. It's the wrong really hill was. On. So um, she says, um, you know, I like to work out alone. With no one telling me anything, because he's like, "Is that a set? Are you gonna do some bicep yeah. curls? Are you gonna yeah, do we're... some squats? What? What? What you is need it to called? Go, Gino. What's that machine called?" She's like, "It's a treadmill, you dumbass, Gino." <laughs> so she says, "I like to work out alone with no one telling me anything." And he goes, "Okay, I'll just go sit over here." And she goes, "Good boy." So she says, I've decided that here's how you could make it up to me for that terrible gift of the toothbrush. I booked a four-day trip to a Panamanian island, and you need to pay for it, okay? It's going to be 2500 And he goes, well, I uh, wish that you would have just uh, asked me about this because of the cost and everything beforehand. And um, he just looks at her, and she gives him the dead eyes. He goes, but of course I'll do it because you're worth it, okay? And she goes, obedient. That's how I like it, okay? <laughs> I'm your queen. I deserve it. She is a Disney villain. I'm terrified of her. I'm Is she playing it up? I, I don't know. They keep showing the the shots of her gold tennis shoes and his terrible dad sandals that he's had since 1986 that he got for summer camp. Like yeah. I know that you have feelings on his clothing, but I oh my god. They're it's waterproof really probably. Not anymore. He's ready they've, for... they've lost their waterproofness. It's He's had them since he went to camp in 1986. Yeah, that that sure. coating has come off that sealant. Yeah, you're right. That rubber has been worn down over uh, time. Oh, um, just like much like what is going to happen to his... Um, everything. His everything, his personality, because okay. she is going to wear him down. So she says, you know, in speaking of this, like, I just want you to, like, get rid of all the shit in your house, that decor from your ex. And um, he goes, he just looks at her and she goes, you know, all that stupid, awful colors off the wall. Like, who would combine red and baby blue? What was she thinking? And he says, I, I don't know. Like, the colors look good. I mean, I believe. I mean, that's my opinion. Like, I don't know. And she says, who picked the colors? And he goes, I don't know. I guess we picked them together. And she goes, you know, you want me to sit and have breakfast and just sit in there looking? Like, I deserve to be picking out the goddamn fucking colors because in two days, I fucked you more times than she did in seven fucking years. Whoa, girl. I mean, she went. Jasmine. Zero to a thousand. And he says, okay, well, you don't need to say anything bad. I mean, yeah. she's like, what do you mean? Because you don't have to go there. Like, you don't have to say nasty stuff. And she goes, no, you told me this. You told me this. Why you defend her so much? Are you still fucking her? This is the same fucking shit, Gino. Fuck you. You go to that bitch and you stay with her. You've got me sick. It's always the same. Always the same. You made me look crazy. Yeah, you made me look crazy. You're always defending her. You're comparing her to me all day long. You stop. <laughs> <laughs> she says what she goes. What? <laughs> 
I mean, I have never in my life. And she storms out of that gym. Thank God there's no one else in there. I've, by the way, I've traumatized my puppy with my screaming. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he says, uh, you know, um, I'm shocked. I'm shocked by her emotional instability. And uh, this does give me uh, some concern for the future. Now she goes to what appears to be the lobby area of the hotel. She pulls her mask down and she is bawling, crying and says, it is so painful to say that he liked the colors and that they pick the color together, knowing that I get mad at that. I just want to go home. She needs so much help. So, so much help. I don't. This was nuts. She is crying about the colors on the wall. She's correct. The colors on the wall probably sound terrible, but you don't live there yet. So once you get there, give me a budget. I'm going to do a little home goods redecorating. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I honestly think she needs to switch with Jimena. She needs to go with, out with Mike because Mike has never had a past. Mike is a clean slate, fresh puppy. Yes, yes. Please true. just go out with Mike. That's I mean, true. I feel bad because I would not want to put her with Mike because I like Mike a lot. And and he's willing she, to spend a little more money, it seems. Yeah. That's true. So, But, but Gino, like, it, he can't – if he brings up, hey, do you think we should go to couples therapy? Do you think she's going to flip out? I don't know. She's like, you take your stupid ass to therapy. You think I'm crazy? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they keep showing on her arm. She has a tattoo on the inside of her arm Mm -hmm. that is two cherries that say Gino and Jasmine. She has never met him in person. And she has a tattoo on her. And she's not a tattooed person. She doesn't have like a lot of tats. So, you know, somebody has a lot of tattoos and you're like, all right. And you started on the inside of your arm? I'm sorry. I just, that's surprising. Normally people start in a spot that's hidden by clothes and then they move into areas that are open. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I've yeah, seen. Yeah. So, um, he's sitting on the bed in the bed, like the covers pulled up to his neck cause he's scared. And she comes in, she's like, <gasps> and you know, here's what's happened. You know, I sad because you live in the past, your house and your life are full of the past. And then she tells the camera in a very like calm, serious moment, you know, even though I portray myself as strong, confident woman with high self-esteem, deep inside, I'm like a scared animal and I don't want my heart to ever be broken again. So she's sitting there to him and she goes, you know, I think we just slow down and stop all this talking about kids and moving to the U.S. You just go back to hunting on your website and you can find another stupid woman like me. She slams the door. Gino tells the camera, um, she's very sensitive, okay? And no, I don't like the colors on the walls was all I had to say. And we would have been fine. But I I mean, he's learning. He's learning. If he wants to stay with this hot girl, he's going to learn how to just say what she wants to hear and keep it pushing. Yeah. And change the subject. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Not not keep it going. Not keep it going. Nope. And um, she comes out. Diversion. (laughs) She comes out. And walks out into the den area and she goes, you know, your bond to these people is tangible. And instead of being sad, I'm happy. I'm relieved. And tomorrow I'm leaving. So she sits on the couch and he gets up and goes in there and goes, all right, what can we do to get through this? And she goes, too late, too late. I'm not important in your life. So there's no hope. Oh man, I this is tiring, Jasmine. I, I, I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted. And he goes, all right, um, 
I'm sitting here. I'm trying to work it out with you. I'm not the one saying I'm going to leave. So what can I say? What can I do to get through this? And she goes, okay, I don't want to hear about any trips you went on ever. You are never allowed to say anything good about your ex ever. They don't exist to you or I'm going to get crazy and things are going to get very bad. Yes or no? And he says, yes. The only thing that matters to me is you. I just want a marriage and a baby like we talked about. Now, tell me this. Do you think this is when she chose to bring up the fact that she's lying because she's trying to hurt him because she's hurt about the baby blue and red on the walls? Like she's like, oh, you think you've got something? I've got something. Is this why she chose this moment? Yes. Okay. You mean she chose she chose to blow up more than necessary so that she could tell him while he's in a position of he's trying to apologize to uh -huh. her so he can't get mad about it? Yeah, she's not dumb. It's extremely yeah. manipulative. It's really, really manipulative. Yeah. And then um Yeah. Yeah, I don't I think it is amped up. It's so unreal that it feels like she's making it a much bigger I think she definitely is jealous and cares, but not to the degree that we saw. It's not to where it feels like she's going to throw a treadmill, you know, <laughs> I, so. I, if she would have picked up the treadmill and thrown it. It wouldn't have surprised me. No baby mom strength that, you yeah, know, I, yes. yeah, it felt like that. Um, she, her rage is really terrifying. Um, he needs to walk. He's about to get killed. It's really, really bad. This and is she, a dateline coming. Uh, yes, totally. Yeah. And she says, okay, so here's the thing. And she's smiling. She has no remorse. None. She says, you know, I lied to you a little bit because I have been taking birth control pills because I was afraid of getting pregnant. Are you disappointed? And he goes, um, yeah, I don't understand because we've been talking the entire time about trying to get pregnant and have a baby because you know that's what I want. And she goes, you know, Gino, basically like you stupid, stupid man. Mm -hmm. She goes, you know, it's just the first trip. We're not making a family. I'm not having a baby with you. We're not ready. We're not even close. That's she's what just, you said. Uh, she's been telling him all along, like, just so you can get here and we can work on having babies. And he says, um, yeah, you know, um, I am disappointed because we've been talking about ha having a baby and I am very surprised she's keeping this a secret. We've been talking about the whole time that if we, if she got pregnant on this trip, it would be a good thing. And she says, well, now I feel relieved because I told you the truth. I'm going to take a nap because my eyes hurt. She just unburdened herself and doesn't give two shits about nope. his feelings, even though she has literally 10 minutes ago was threatening to leave him over wall colors. I mean, wow. he's like, well, that was intense. I sure hope I don't see that side of her again. Um, she told you that she headbutted a hair technician for burning her with a curling iron accidentally. Wow. Gino, you need to run. She is crazy. She like, is. Cra she's so pretty. It's hard mm -hmm. because she's, you, you want to look at her because she's so pretty. But she is cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And I can't peg it. Because I at first I'm like, well, is she a like is she a psychopath? And then I'm I don't think psychopaths feel that kind of intense jealousy. It's something else. I I love to diagnose people, but and I can't. No, I don't no, know what it is. No mention of her two children with two different men or where they live or any. Yeah, one lives with the with her ex husband and the other one lives with her mom. Like, I have a theory. Okay, oh, okay. so I don't That's think great. the children can live with her. Okay. 
I think that there was an incident with the one of the husbands. I think the husband the or the first father has mm-hmm. taken custody because she flew off the handle at him. I think uh-huh. that there might have been an incident that is keeping and the reason we're not hearing about them is because she doesn't want people to dig. So uh-huh. I think that there is there are very clear reasons because obviously there is an anger problem here that is oh, oh, terrifying, right? Especially if a child was there right? Why does Gina want to have babies with her? This is another question I have. She's going to be jealous of the attention he gives the baby. Are you, can you not see that? Yeah, good point. She's going to flip out. I mean, it's upsetting. Okay. It's upset. She's bad. From Instagram, there's lots of pictures of them, but all the pictures are kind of from when they were filming. So I don't know if they're together or not, but Hopefully someone in his family saw that and had an intervention with him and was like, you cannot marry this woman. I have one more theory, which is that Gino's just trying to get through this. He knows he has to be there for these two weeks or whatever. He's just trying. That's why he wasn't as upset when she tells him she's on birth control. Maybe he's a little relieved because I think he's starting to, the penny's starting to drop like, no, I don't want this. No, Mm -hmm. she's beautiful, but I don't want this. So I think, I think that maybe he's just trying to push through this, this filming. And then he's going to be like, bye. But he knows he needs to get through the filming because he's been, he hasn't had any money. And so he needs to get through it. He needs to get paid from TLC. That's true. That's true. Because I think that his cheapness of not wanting to buy the $500 worth of clothes to make her happy, but then I will um, pay $2,500 for a trip. He has the money. Yeah. 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 He's a um, mechanical, he's an automotive mechanical engineer. He's an automotive engineer. Why is he out of work? I don't know. He's an engineer in the automotive industry. That's all I know. I don't know. They're still trying to make cars during the pandemic. Well, I guess the automotive industry. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm, I'm going to be quiet because I'm yeah, going to say too. some, some I, just words that aren't real. Yeah, so, I'll just I'll just uh, just declare things as if they're the truth. Exactly. Well, the automotive industry was not hit by COVID, and uh, he actually should be making double the salary. Exactly. And also, excuse me, I'm not trying to like make, I'm saying what I'm guessing is happening with her children. These are guesses I've made. I don't know anything. No, this we is know just nothing. a general guess because we don't know about her children. And based on her temper, it, it could be something. I don't know. I, that, <laughs> I think that's a pretty educated guess you've made there. Thanks. Um, next week on Before the 90 Days, Kimberly tells Usman that she came to see him in his video, but she also came for another reason. She, and she tells him, I want to, I want you to stay with me. And he goes, in your room? And she's like, Usman. Basically, she's like, it's time. I'm calling in my favor. You come with me now. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So then we see Ella and she says, gosh, there's just been so many delays with getting Johnny over here. And her friend goes, I don't know. It just doesn't seem right. It seems like there's something he's not telling you. And then she talks to Johnny on the phone and says, you know, you going back and forth every day has caused emotional trauma on myself. <laughs> yeah, I does, he, yeah. does he not want to come? What's going on with him? He seems like he wants to come. I don't feel like he doesn't want to come. What's she talking about? I don't know. Cause he doesn't care about leaving his kid for three months. Cause his kid already lives with his parents. His mom is nuts. He wants to have a, wife that his mom will never meet since his mom has ran off the first one i don't know i like that that's kind of smart <laughs> he funny. did that very very well he's like well he'll never she'll never meet yeah yeah that's I funny know. i do feel bad for the little kid though 
I know, Stony. So it looks like Jasmine is having some sort of party with the stripper to celebrate her divorce being final. Like, she Of sends, course she is. She sends Gino out somewhere and has a party that he's not invited to. Now, is he allowed to do that? Is he allowed to have a party she's not invited to? He's not allowed she- to go get takeout food by himself. The stripper would be hacked into little tiny pieces. Are you kidding? The stripper would be dismembered and thrown in garbage. Like Jasmine's that level of fatal attraction. Yeah. And so he comes home from wherever she sent him to and they show him the video with the stripper and Gino sees it and goes, what? (laughs) He He goes, it's like she doesn't even care how I feel. (laughs) she she doesn't Uh, Gino come on now Elijah and Caleb and Alina are playing never have I ever and Elijah says never have I ever kept a secret from my partner and looks at Alina (laughs) and Caleb says well this is uh this is interesting that Elijah said that like I don't know maybe Alina does have a secret from me like what could it be and then she has to tell him that she had this ex-boyfriend and even though they broke up, she was still living with him because they were, so I don't understand, quite well, understand Is she story. still living with him right now? Is that the big secret? I feel like that's the secret is that she's still living in his apartment. Is that what's happening? I think she lives with Elijah, but maybe oh, well, Elijah lives there too. I don't know. Or was it that she was starting to get very like they were, her and Caleb were then in a relationship long distance when she was still living with the ex-boyfriend and she didn't tell him that because that still doesn't seem like that big of a deal. Caleb's kind of a burning man guy. He's not going to care. He's probably been in 15 polyamorous relationships. He doesn't care. I would guess. Maybe he does. I think Caleb wishes he was in polyamorous relationships. I mean, for sure, Caleb very much wants to be enlightened. He wants to burn his intentions and he wants, whatever. Okay. So, um, now we get Memphis. Memphis yelling is yelling at Hamza for being a bad planner because they're trying to get to the consulate in time. And she tells him, you know, if we don't get married on this trip, like, I, I don't want to go to the U.S. and be in a relationship with you if we're not married when I go home. Why? Like, why is it all or nothing? Like, why is it all or nothing? You know? Something's up with that. She, man, <laughs> this is killing me. Um, Jasmine and Mike talk and- no. No, Jimena. Okay. Jasmine. Jimena and Mike talk, and she says to him, "You know, I don't want to be living as your mother. You're going to have to do your part with little things around the house, or the relationship won't work." So I don't know what this means. Like, is he just like leaving his underwear on the floor, or like she she wants to say like, just because if I move in with you and your dad and your granddad, like I'm not going to be the woman that's doing all the work, or yeah, you're not hiring a maid. I right. think it's, she's trying to be very clear on that. But also right now, he takes care of his dad and his granddad, right? So right. you'd be helping him. But she might not know that. Let's. I'm hoping this is taken out of context and it's fine. Yeah, I don't know what the conversation was. If he was like, I'd love to have like a traditional housewife that does all the house stuff and I go to work. And she's like, I'm not never, I'm never going to do that. Like I want to have, you know, she's a nail technician. She's like, I want to have my job. I want to work. Maybe yeah. that's, that's the conversation. Who knows? Yeah. So, um. Then we get Ben, who's uh, heading to the airport to go to Peru. And he's like, Lima, Peru, my flight's right on time. Shockingly, he gets a text that Mahogany is telling him not to come. What airport is he in? Is he in the per- Lima airport or is he in America still? No, he's in Michigan. Oh, yes. Okay. He's in Michigan. Yeah. Yeah. So that's never going to happen. Mahogany's not a real person. We're never going to see her. Somebody posted something off of Reddit that I didn't quite understand that they had found Mahogany and that 
she was like a 22 year old girl she looks 22 yeah i mean yes she looks like that filter that everybody does where they like this is what i look like and they put the filter and then it's like what the perfect you should look like it's like super filtered how um how do you get that filter? Can you send me a text with how to get that? I'm just for just for fun. Yeah. I just would like to have that. That there's sounds an, fun. There's another one that's like what you would look like if you had all the um the lip filler and stuff, and then you you slide the filter over, and your whole face looks like super puffy and tight and shiny, and then your lips look like somebody shoved two sausages on your lips. <laughs> it's it looks like what Darcy looks like. I mean, honestly, yes, Darcy and Stacy. The promo shot. You're not watching that. I know the show. I'm not. You. I can't. I can't. Had to stop. Currently on the show. Are they okay? They, they don't look like what they look like in the promo shot. Or, because they had the Barbie surgery, right? Yeah, they had the Barbie surgery. Mm-hmm. And they don't look um, quite like that right now on the show. Okay. They look extreme, but they don't look quite what they're looking like in the promo stuff. Yeah. Also, if that's their thing, that's their thing. That's there are thing. lots of people that are into plastic surgery. That one person that looks like Kendall, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's your thing. It's your money. Just. Why? I feel like it's not going to be pleasant when you're about 75. No. At some point you got to, yeah, you got to live your life. Um, I cannot believe that this little puppy has slept in my lap this entire time. This is all I want in my life is for this little puppy to sleep in my lap. I mean, so Can happy. I borrow her? For no. a few years, would that be okay with you? You don't live close by. You can't come. Oh, no, it's not. I know. Right. I did send it to. Um, I did send a picture to Kimberly, and she says, "I want. I need. Give me that baby." Yeah, yeah. That's a that is a particularly adorable baby, and I don't. It would seem that I would say that to all the new puppies, but I don't. Yeah, it's so funny because we've been looking at pictures of um, Violet, our older dog, when she was little, and she really was not a very cute puppy. She really did look like Fraggle Rock. She looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, her hair. But she's such a cute grown-up dog. Yes. But so this dog is cute as a puppy. So I think, I hope it's not the you know, kind of thing where cute baby, like ugly adult. I hope, I hope it, she's going to It happens. Yes. I, <laughs> but you know what? My cats now, two of them were not cute kittens and they grew up to be just really good looking cats. They're really kittens are special. Cute. I'm not a cat person, but I think no, all kittens are cute. They weren't that cute. They were kind of okay. And then all of a sudden when they grew up, it's like uh, they changed completely. And I saw like they have the shorty legs, you know, uh, they're yeah. shorties. So they, they ride low to the ground, which makes them like corgis, you know, they're yeah, funny. Yeah. They're funny looking. Um, but you couldn't really tell when they were kittens as much. How's the um, one cat that's overweight that you were going to put the eye patch on? Bruce. Mm-hmm. He's His eye is all better. He's doing... I think he's lost some weight from stress from the move. Oh, I hope I picked him up and he felt lighter. So I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying really hard with him. He's, he's getting there. He's going to be on cue. There's one cue. I heard. Uh huh. Um, There's, (laughs) I'm trying to try to put him on uh, some, sorry, my husband's going to put him on some cat websites because he feels like lots of people very much appreciate large cats and he's handsome. And he's got like a little mustache. Yeah. He's good. Just got to go on. Maybe you could create like a cat OnlyFans for him. By the way, your OnlyFans theory, Kimberly told me. Kimberly told me the theory about, I don't remember what couple you were talking about, that it was, that that was kind of like their audition. 
I, uh, it was a 90 day fiance. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it no. was an extended period of them making out. And it was uh, sort of like, then later they became very active on only fans together. It might've been love after lockup. Might've been a love after lockup couple. Well, Lacey and um, Shane were on OnlyFans, but I can't think of um, another couple. I mean, lots of them do it, so I can't quite. But Kimberly had that theory because of the extensive makeout session between Caleb and Alina. That was the last episode at the end of episode five, and then the sort of talking about it at the beginning of episode yeah, six. Yeah. There, is a and- current, there is a current couple, a current couple on Love During Lockup that is a fake, fake, fakery fake. That the guy, you know, says Washington, D.C. It's not. He lives like mm-hmm. two blocks from here. They keep showing Old Town, Alexandria, Virginia, where I live. And then they show him going into a row house where I know exactly where it is. And then you just do a just a little search on his Instagram. And you can see he live, lives in an apartment in Arlington. And this whole Airbnb that they're living in Alexandria, Virginia. And then he like lives with this girl that they just do OnlyFans together, but he's trying to date an inmate. It's all so fake. It's so fake. It's just an ad for his OnlyFans is what it is. Wow. But I haven't talked to Kimberly about that. So I wonder what she's talking about. I'll have to, I'll have to ask her. I can't remember. Did, who. did you just, did you just talk about it? I've just talked about it on our podcast. That's where she heard it then. That's oh, where she, she heard, heard it. it. Yeah. Okay. So, and so she told me because she had the theory about Alina and Caleb. I don't agree. I don't think that they would, I don't, I don't know though, because I know Alina does burlesque stuff, but I think it would more be for Alina for herself, not with Caleb. It would be her I don't, alone. I don't think Alina and Caleb are trying to have an OnlyFans at all. I don't think so together. But if they did, Alina they did show alone. a lot of up close camera making out. Yeah. It was a lot for a long time. And I don't like watching intimacy on screen. So I was grumpy. <laughs> I was. Like, this is enough. For me, I'm like, we got it. We got it. We Kimberly got it. I don't want to see anybody do it. I don't want to see any of these couples making out for longer than like three, two, one, or boom, next scene. Yeah, I agree. And we, you know, uh, it was Mike getting on top of Jimena and tooting. Okay. I could, that's, you know, that's, that's fine. funny. <laughs> but we don't need the whole excursion until we turn out the light. Like, I can't. Right. I don't agree. do that to me, 90 I, day. I agree. I agree. Mm-mm. I'm I'm that way. I'm I'm prudish in that manner. The, the yeah, listeners know all the way. I'm always like, oh, okay. All right. Not, I just, just do. I yeah. don't ever watch it. And then Kimberly has to describe it to me. And I'm like, please don't. I don't watch for a week because I can't. I feel like I'm invading their privacy. I can't handle it. Yeah. I know. Can you mm-hmm. imagine if, like being in a room, like e- making out even with like your husband or something. And then like no. two guys are standing there with cameras on either side of you and a boom mic. Absolutely Ew. not. Ew. No, no. Ew. Listen, you know, to eat your own. To eat your own. Uh, get that sure. TLC, Matt Sharp, sweet, sweet money. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. What are you guys talking about on a date with Dateline this week? Because I texted Kimberly this past weekend. There was a rerun on, mm-hmm. it said new, but it was on Friday night, but it was an old story. The Vegas? Just, about Vegas? What happened the, in Vegas? Okay. So it's a woman that they had the video of after he died. So she went in and like took the wine glass and put it in her purse. And the guy we died covered of an it. overdose. Okay. It's coming out in a couple. It's coming out on Wednesday. Okay, good. Because it said it was a new episode, but I was like, it is all new old footage. I think it's because Keith spoke with her 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then he also speaks with her now. So we've got old interviews and new, which are kind of the best episodes because they span so many decades. Like it's Keith really fun. Spring chicken. Isn't that wild? Baby Keith? Yeah, totally. What do you think? Do you think she did it? 
What do you think? Or do you think he did overdose? Do you guys come to your conclusions? We did. I don't know if I'm going to reveal. I will say that we were a little mixed. Okay. I am leaning more towards Odie. Okay. Well, I will be very interested to hear your episode because I I, I don't always catch it on Friday nights or it doesn't record or whatever. It always records on Saturday for some reason. Oh. So I was happy that I was actually watching it and I was texting Kimberly and she said, oh, I thought it was new. I was like, it says it's new, but everything on here is like back from when Keith had no wrinkles. Yeah. (laughs) It is. It was a spectacular episode though. I thought I am always, I love Las Vegas stuff. So I get really, so having it be about Binions, the casino, which I I know exactly what Binions is. Um, I was very excited because I love all that old time mob Vegas. Yeah, yeah. The whole storyline intrigues me. I'm like, tell me everything. There's drug use. There's mob. There's yeah, rich. Oh people. yeah, there's yeah. there's buried treasure in this. Also, I get very excited about buried treasure. Mm. So mm. it opens with buried treasure. I was like, I'm in. This is it. I'm so excited. This is the one. <laughs> I know you don't. I know you don't do Facebook and stuff, but there is a Facebook thing, and I've told the listeners about it. There's a Facebook group called Things Found in Walls, and um, it's fascinating. I'm going to that. It's I will go to that on Facebook. Things um, people find. People find things in their walls. Right? They're like they buy an old house and they start to take it down. This one guy found a box full of women's rings in the wall now what's your first thought serial killer yes serial killer trophies and they were like it's so weird i found this box in the wall full of ladies rings i was like yeah really what serial killer lived there you need to start doing some investigating oh my gosh isn't that crazy also i just came from an old house i've done everything wrong I wish I should have known about i wish i knew about that take down the walls well it's it's funny because it you know it Things are posted. It started through like my favorite murder, right? That's not where this website started, but I mean, not where the Facebook group started, but they talk about it a lot. Like, oh, they do? Yeah. Like, oh, I was taking down this thing in my house and I found the whole wall was filled with razors. But don't you remember old timey hotels and stuff? I can remember they always had the slot for razor blades. The slot. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like Karen and Georgia didn't know that. And so then the next episode, they were like, okay, well, somebody wrote us in to school us on, you know, there was a. Yeah. A hole in the wall for razor. So where did they go? They just went in the wall. They didn't go into a receptacle. It's just that you open up a wall and it's stacks of razors. Absolutely not. Rusty razors at yes. that. Nope. Nope. Yep. Nope. 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 So, so they always talk about that. They always talk about treasure, like buried treasure and things found in walls. So somebody sent me that this person had found inside a wall, this drawing of like a, like Gibson girl style magazine from the, 40s or whatever and it was signed Mary Payne and the person found it in Mississippi so the person a listener sent it to me and was like do you look at this Facebook group I was like no but I'm going to follow it right this minute thank you very much and I reached out to the person and you know through the site and it was in Tupelo Mississippi and they gave me the address of the house so I wrote to my aunt who's like the family historian I was like has anyone in our house with the with the pain last name ever lived in Tupelo no never what about this address no never so it's just a total coincidence that this person's name was Mary Payne Payne is not my last name as you guys know it's my middle name but somewhere in my family it was a last name that got put into a middle name that now is my middle name so uh but no, no nobody in Tupelo so it was, it was fascinating. It was fascinating. So um, then the thing came out with the rings in the walls. People all the time are like, here's something I found in the wall. 
or I found. I gotta I was, get on that site. I was in the basement of this old house we got. Look what I found. It's crazy. See, I only found creepy stuff in my old house. I found child spoons, biddle baby whittle things made of tarnished silver from like the early 1900s, which I put right back where I found it because I said that's a ghost spoon, and I'm not touching that. Where I'm was make it? Some, something where'd, angry. Where'd you find it? The kitchen cupboard. Really? And you left it there for, and then it's still there when you moved out. I didn't touch. I didn't touch anything. I found a few little things and I left them exactly where they were. And there were still cupboards in that basement I didn't open because didn't Mm. feel right. I Mm. that house had some weird stuff. Mm. The basement was the basement had a flickering light, like it couldn't be fixed. So I was just. Did you have to go to the basement? Yeah, it's laundry. Oh shit. I did. Oh, I and the laundry it. was blocked so you couldn't see behind you. It was not ideal. It was and lots of doors. The house had a thousand doors and the basement just had these cupboards sort of lining and it was a really long basement and then one door at the very end that was old. It and then one like day I went down movie. there and the light was on behind it. And I said absolutely not. And I went back upstairs. I said, no. Not doing that. Uh, good luck selling that house. It'll do good. There's nothing for sale. That's nothing great. for sale. It'll work. Do you It'll see that work. I am like rocking this dog like it's a baby? You I'm are. That is adorable. It's a baby. She's just a baby. Oh my goodness. Um, well, I want to thank you very much for filling in. And guys, I hope that uh Aaron's gonna be around for Hey Bunky this weekend. We will see what's going on and I will keep you posted. But I will be back on Thursday with Ryan Bailey to talk Bravo. I was supposed to talk to Ryan Bailey. Uh, last week, but then I had diverticulitis. So that was fun. And uh, in addition to the COVID that I had before that. So um, I feel great now. And I'm going to talk to Ryan this week. And we're going to talk about Real Housewives of OC and Real Housewives of Salt Lake. And he just had a great interview with uh, Tom Sandoval, Vanderpump Rules. So I want to talk to him about that as well. Oh boy. He's always a good time, Ryan. He's a, he puts out, I don't know, like 20 hours of episodes a week. I was like, he does nothing else. You should go look up his Instagram. It's so bad. It's good with Ryan Bailey. He's, I don't think he sleeps. I don't think he sleeps. Anyway. hours? Or he just eats and dr- drinks Bravo. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, Tom Sandoval. Oh, I, yeah. I gotta, yeah. He got to I'm sit curious. in the sidecar. He got to sit in the sidecar of the little, <laughs> you know, he's got that motorcycle with the sidecar. He did? Yeah. He got to sit in the sidecar. I went to a Vanderpump Rules premiere. We should discuss that subtype. I have been to Pump and seen tom and tom in the car with the sidecar and ken and the dog and jacks wow. oh my and jacks. And jacks yeah how tall is jacks i don't remember five nine or so yeah don't worry he was he was a complete asshole so right on brand right on brand that seems right yeah, that seems right. right that seems right okay well guys uh i will talk to you all thursday and you guys don't forget to follow katie at a date with dateline and you could find them wherever you find your podcast and follow them on instagram they uh they put out a push and they got to that over ten thousand. not here on pink shade pod we're still hovering around 3500 oh come on 10 10 10 10 this is the year 2022 you're gonna come do on, it guys if you listen if you listen if you just got to hear katie's ghost stories come on follow come us on. on instagram at pink shade pod no skin off your back do it Um, thank you so much for having me I loved it I love being here bye
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.